Salutations, listeners. Welcome to Nexus at Night, your weekly Vanguard podcast. Uh, I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Root Beer. And I can only thesaurus.com so many versions of the word hello. Uh, True. <laughs> yeah. Good morrow. Uh, so, as, as uh, stated from last week's episode, we're doing Clan Selection Volume 4 this week. Shocking. Yep. And I actually had the time to go and put the pictures here. So if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll actually get something to look at besides our ugly mugs. So. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mine is the worst. I agree. That's why it covers mine. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, when uh, when it shows up like that. Mm-hmm. Well, you That's just happen to get into the... Like, if I showed up last, it would cover me. Um, but you can't show up last. It's impossible. That's true, because I'm the one starting the StreamYard room. Um, but yeah, uh, y- y'all know the drill going through only the new cards in this in this new set. Talk about who won, who lost, and uh, I think we're going to cover that for all 24 clans now, since we're at the end of both. That's uh, oh yeah, and one other thing. Uh, we got merch now, everybody. Uh, this is a Nexus at Night coffee mug with our mascot copy star in the bottom right there. Um, so we got coffee mugs, we got t-shirts, we got hoodies. So far, it's just our logo, copy star, and like the shitty MS Paint drawing of copy star on like t-shirts and mugs and hoodies and all that stuff. Uh, but we'll have more in the future. There will be a link to that in the show notes slash description. So yeah, go check it out. Buy yourself a, a shirt or a hoodie or whatever. Helps us out. Good stuff. Imagine Let's... having merchandise. We do. We do. It only took us five years to do that. Yeah. Not for five years. Oh, but we don't God. have a million subscribers. What are we doing with our lives? No, we don't. But maybe someday. In the meantime, uh, starting off... We have Cleanup Celestial Ramiel Reverse. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Was it Grade 3 for Angel Feather? So 12k Protect Gift, Auto on Vin. At the start of your battle phase, Counter Charge 1. Already off to a good start. Then, lock all of your rear guards with different card names than any face-up cards in your damage zone. Then... For every two of your rear guards, choose one of your opponent's rear guards, retire it, and this unit gets plus 20k until end of turn. That's one effect. <laughs> That's all under one banner. There's another one. Auto on Van when this unit attacks, uh, Soul Blast 1, Grade 3, and this unit gets Drive plus 1 until end of that battle. Your opponent may Counter Blast 2 if they did not Counter Blast 2. Until the end of that battle, when your opponent would call cards from hand to guard circle, they must call the same number of cards in your hand as the number of cards in your damage zone or more at the same time. So it's X door based on whatever you got there. Hmm. Kind of neat. There's a lot going on with this card. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is so much for two effects. I can't uh, believe the first effect was all just one skill. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, mind-boggling. Different card names. That, okay, so if you had... This is interesting, because usually with reverse units, the locking is the cost, right? Mm-hmm. Lock a guy, do X thing. This is part of the effect and, like, the condition of it. Yeah. All your guys get locked unless they got something with the same name in the damage zone. Is um, this even better than what Angel Feather is doing now? I'm not sure. I have no idea, but it sure does have a lot of text on it. I mean, even by itself, getting a free countercharge every turn is nice. But it's a lot of setup to use its effect. Like, mm-hmm. well, yes. like you don't want yeah. to have regards to attack. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also kind of interesting that this is making the opponent counterblast. So, like, well, you... no. It's giving the opponent a choice to counterblast. Yeah. If they it's... don't want that guard restraint. Right. But they're going to take it. They're definitely not going to counterblast. Yeah. I don't think I like this card. Just even though it has a lot of neat text. Mm-hmm. Mostly because I'm concerned about... I mean, I guess you get a lot of new cards that can help you set up more, especially in the last yeah. uh, V collection. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, something about this feels like it's just not as good as Gavril. I don't think it is either, but it's... Like, a lot of this stuff is novel, I think. True. And if uh, Gavril randomly gets hit or something, like they hit a what's-her-name-to-one or something stupid, mm-hmm, then, you know, mm-hmm. maybe this is the play. But, uh, 
You know, I think the card is very neat, though. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they're, like... I, I'm not really sure about Celestial's whole deal, but may, maybe they have enough... I mean, support. Celestial's whole thing is, like, putting shit in the damage zone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Specific things, not just, like, yeah. damage checking or whatever. Yeah. So basically what we're looking for in the next couple cards is, you know, the ability to have... Put the cards you want in damage zone. Mm-hmm. So we'll hope that's there. Well, let's find out. Uh... The next card we got is Emergency Celestial Danielle, uh, grade 2, 9k, auto uh, when placed on van or rear from hand. You can discard a card, uh, search your deck for up to one card with the same name as any face-up card in your damage zone, call it a rear and shuffle. If you called a unit without a Celestial, you counterblast two. Oh god. Yeah. Man, I was looking so good until that last part. I know! <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Very xenophobic. Although the reminder text does say that if you only have one face-up card, you uh, only counter last one. So, right. I mean, I think I this mean, card's probably just still very good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, it's good. If support. you're playing, if you're playing this Gavrel, but if you're not, I don't think you bother. It's kind of it's, it's kind of RNG what you get. It's kind of RNG what you get too, right? Because you have to take a damage and hope it's something that you actually want to call. Mm-hmm. All right, I got a heal trigger in damage. I'm going to call another heal trigger. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I got an over trigger in damage. No, wait. Well, <laughs> <laughs> All right, put it face up in damage zone with a switch thing. And then, uh, right. Yeah. If only you if only you could get an over trigger in damage very easily. I guess I can. Um, the last one here is uh, Nursing Celestial Norel, uh, grade one. Uh, auto on rear at the start of your main phase if you have a Vanguard with Celestial. And it's card name. Put this unit into your damage zone. Draw. Choose a face of grade two or less card from your damage zone and put it into your soul. Once again, so much freaking text. And then the other one is uh, act in damage zone. Once per turn, you soul blast one. Search your deck for up to one card with celestial and a different card name than any face of card in your damage zone. Put it into your damage zone and shuffle. If you put a card, put this uh, card into your soul. That was so much text, I forgot what it was as I was reading it. Does that make any sense? Yeah. <laughs> Very good. In the in the reverse deck, mm-hmm. it basically uh, if you have a unit on board that's a celestial, you can get it in your damage zone and keep it on the turn for uh, what's her name for Ramiel. Ramiel. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, also weird that like Danielle and um, Nar- Narelle. Narelle have a theme, mm-hmm. and Ramiel is just like, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> What they the the it's just off doing. Yeah, they have like this pink and blue, right? And then like oh, like like, nah, screw that. Yeah, let's see. You got like pink and blue, pink and blue, black. (laughs) (laughs) There's always celestials or the reverse units things. Yep, true. Making it paint it black like it's the Rolling Stones. It is time for the thing that every Shadow Paladin player won't shut the hell up about. Ready, go. All right, so let's read this card, unfortunately. So I know, right? Is, uh, Re- Revenger Raging Fall Dragon Reverse. So Raging Form has a reverse for some reason. Uh, it has an act on Vanguard Circle. You can lock one of your regards with Revengeance card name. Choose three of units for Revenger in the card names. They get power plus 5,000 on the turn. Boring, whatever. Yeah. And then an auto on Van. This, cost, this ability's cost is reduced by Counterblast 1 for each of your locked cards. Okay. Oh, the first effect, by the way, is not once per turn. Mm-hmm. But the second effect is. Um, so at the end of the battle of this unit attacked, you can counterblast three and discard three. Choose up to two of your stand rear guards and lock them. And then if you have two or more locked cards in it, or five cards in your damage zone, stand this unit. So you're effectively locking your entire board if you want this restand to have any kind of reasonable cost. Yeah, this card sucks. This card is awful. <laughs> um, I, well, first off, he just, like, usually the reverse cards, it'll look like, oh, it's got a black and red tinge or whatever. This just straight looks like looks like a Lynch Joker unit. Like, right? that, that looks like Discount Chaos Breaker. If you told me, if you just showed the art of the card, you I could believe it's either a Lynch Joker unit or a Noob Tommy unit. Right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, like, you'd be like, that's a Noob Tommy unit. I'm like, oh, sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I will take that at face value. Um, I don't know. Our, like, our, this card, our... I think, is pretty powerful if you're at 5 damage, but, like, you're at 5 damage. Yeah. Because yeah. if you're at 5 damage, you don't really need to, like, lock your board, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Oh, like, yeah. I guess if you use the first skill to like reduce its cost, you don't have to lock the two standing rear rear guards. Um, but that's still like bad. Does doesn't it just say choose to if you're standing rear guards and lock them? Like, not you may. It says choose up to two. Up to two, I see. So you cannot. Yeah. If you have two or more locked cards. More yeah. But, but like, it's still just like you're still but, discarding three for a single restand. But like so, if you lock one uh, and mm-hmm. you use the first effect to lock two, like uh, in like the back corners or one behind mm-hmm. Vanguard, one in a corner. Yeah. You're basically weakening. Like you're. It's a pretty substantial. I mean, it's guess it's all right, but like. Yeah. Well, I guess the plus five kind of makes up for it. And force like, markers too. Yeah, but like the original raging form can just restand a million times. Yeah, I mean, I guess the idea is this is the last thing you ride off of Raging Form's, like, restand abilities. You, like, attack, do it yeah. again, attack, and then ride Raging Form as your last one. If you do that with the original Raging Form, you don't have a board anymore. Yeah. Because you have to retire three for the original Raging Form, so it's like, you retire three... Rewrite Raging Form, call one, retire another three, rewrite again. Now you have no board for Raging Fall. Yeah. Um, and then it, you're having to counter blast three to use this fuck. Like, <laughs> if you want to really high roll the guy, then yeah, sure, go for it. <laughs> also, like, in kind of the best case scenario of this card is like you just like ride grade three, like ride this on grade three, call five mm-hmm. units. You lock one due to the first effect to get 5k to like in like a an L pattern. And then you mm. attack, counterblast two, lock and discard three, lock another. That's like not worth, right? Yeah. Really. So I don't know. I, I think people are really excited for this. A because everyone are loses they? their mind with I, like, oh my god, a thing is getting I mean, Vanguardian like, loses his mind over the dumbest thing, and they all think Raging Fall is bad. Oh no, I mean before this came out. Everyone was like, oh my god, Raging Form is getting a reverse unit? <gasps> this is gonna be amazing! And then it People just, just really like Shadow Paladin. That's it. They do. Yeah. They do. So, um, speaking of really liking Shadow Paladin... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we're gonna read some <laughs> of the other cards for Shadow Paladin. The first one is Overcoming Revenger Rukia. Uh, no relation to the Bleach character. Uh, auto, when this unit is rode upon uh, by your unit with Revenger in its card name, look at top three. Choose up to one Revenger in its card name equal to with grade equal to or less than your opponent's Vanguard from among them. Reveal it and put it in your hand. Why does it have that line of text? And that the rest from the bottom in your order. And then a continuous on rear. Uh, if you have a grade one rear guard with Revenger in its card name in the same columns, you can get powerful as 5k. Boy. Okay. Kind of whatever. And then what about the grade one? And then the grade one says a soul ability when your grade three unit with Revengeance card name is placed on Vanguard Circle by writing from a grade two, search your deck for a grade one with Revengeance card name, call it to rear at rest, and shuffle your deck. At rest. Soul Blast 2, choose a grade two with Revengeance card name from your drop and call it to rear guard in the same column as this unit. The, and that's an axe, by the way, for the Soul Blast 2, which is pretty good. That is pretty mm-hmm. good. Yeah, this is one of those, I think they forgot there's no ride lines in B kind of style. Yeah. Card. <laughs> yeah. Like, they've been printing these since, like, mid-V, but we never had a ride deck, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, like, I guess the idea is, oh, this is the thing you want to ride. I'm like, cool, still no ride line. I mean, good aspire to stuff, but, like, um, I, I, I think the easiest way to run, de- like, run a deck in V is have enough stuff on the way up that has a vanguard or a rear guard still where like no matter what you ride it's usually okay like yes mm-hmm. you want to ride savage shooter turn one if you don't ride it you know you got prism bird or something like it's something you know um all right so how about them gold paladins uh starting <laughs> god richard hates this one so much okay so salvation line grand ezel scissors so I guess this is meant to tie all of the Ezel things together. We got uh, Axe, you know, Grade 3, 12k, Axe on Van, once per turn. Put a Grade 3 with Ezel in its card name from your hand into your soul. Choose all of the Grade 3 cards with Ezel in their card names, not named, you know, himself in your soul. And this unit gets all of their abilities until end of turn. 
also act on Van once per turn. If your opponent's great, uh, Vanguard is grade three uh, or greater, and your soul has two or more grade three cards, counterblast one until end of turn. This unit gets uh, drive plus one, and your opponent cannot activate Vanguard auto abilities and unlock all of your locked cards, because of course they're going to do that. Uh, is this even better than Ravenhair? No, not even close. <laughs> Ravenhair is like nuts. Yeah. And his card's like, uh, you exist, I guess. Yeah, like R Richard has apparently tested this extensively, and like in V Premium, you have the like ride speed up thing, even though it's a little uh, like clunky. Mm -hmm. But the point is to like go past the opponent, and the like actual Vanguard ability doesn't matter all that much. Raven right. hair a little more so, and then in Premium, it especially doesn't matter. You just want to speed up so you can stride on the guy. So this is just, like, in the way most of the time. Mm -hmm. You put a green three from hand into soul to either on attack call something from hand or get 15k in a crit. Too many Ezels in the kitchen. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what it is. This is designed to counter exactly chaos, and, like, chaos was never even that good. Yeah. Rest the, in peace. The, this will air on Adult Swim at 3 in the morning right before it switches back to Cartoon Network. As a sitcom intro, and then just whatever, too many quotes reference. Moving on, uh, Bagdamagus, uh, Night of Passion, Bagdamagus. Grade two, uh, continuous on rare. During your turn, gets plus 5k for each grade three with Ezel in its different card name in your soul. Uh, and then also continuous on rare. If, if your soul has two or more grade three cards when this unit would attack, it battles all of your opponent's units in a column. That's a big unit. That is a big unit. He is a heckin' chonkin' unit. Uh, like, pretty easily, like, 24k attack your opponent's for <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Richard says that the main re the main thing you want out of this is the column attack, because it allows you to attack things like uh, Mist of or Hanali mm. that just sit in the back row. And, like, Golds doesn't, doesn't really have removal, so this is a way to... Mm -hmm. And you're just, like, spamming Ezels anyway, so you have... You, like, easily meet the condition. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like even it's if you, you yeah you, you don't really care about the power increase but it is nice um, free yeah <laughs> just a and good the, card yeah it's a good card and then this one uh, sacred twin beast white lion so this is that uh, auto the you know artificial damager from back in the day eight uh, k grade one auto on van or rear when the its attack or the attack it boosted hits a uh, vanguard look at six from the top of your deck. Choose up to two grade three cards with Ezel and their different card names. Put them into your hand and shuffle. If you put two cards in your hand, choose a card from your hand and put it into your soul. Um, so obviously meant to make scissors better, but like, who cares? Damn. Yep. A uh, whole lot of whole lot of rosy. Whole lot of nothing. It do be like that. It do mm -hmm. be like that. What about the next one? All right. So going on to New Atama. I thought I could have sworn I already read this card, but I guess I didn't. <laughs> Covert Demonic Dragon Magasu Storm Reverse. Um, so this is, uh, <laughs> it 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 is you know the Nubatami unit here. I forgot Magasu's Nubatami unit now. I know. So when it's placed on think... rear, the ability of your Vanguard with Magasu in its card by the ability of your va Vanguard with Magasu in its card name, lock all of your rearguards without Magasu in their card names, and all your units get plus five thousand on a turn. If your opponent's vanguard is great, they're greater. Counterblast one, discard two. You perform drive checks for the battles that this unit attacked until end of turn. Okay. And then okay. auto, when it's retired from your guard during your opponent's turn, soul blast one, put this card into your hand, and your opponent chooses a card from your hand and discards it. That second effect seems nice. Yeah. Uh, mm hmm. So you can go counterblast two, just call two of these counterblast one. Dis uh, oh, but it has to be by your Magazu. Yeah, let me read the other Magazu because I forgot what it it's does. old. Uh, yes, a VR that didn't get reprinted. Go back to that episode again. <laughs> yeah, but it's the old yeah. Magazu is when you it is call attacked. It hand? Yeah. Oh, I remember this card now. Yeah, and you have to soul blast a grade three. Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> I got bad news. Okay, so, but? I don't like it. I don't Is like this... it because the old Magatsu's kind of Yeah, bad. if we had 
If they made like a V Magatsu Typhoon that was like good, then mm-hmm. maybe this could do something. But like, the old Magatsu is a very old card, and the old Magatsu also has no way of returning things to your hand on its own. Nubon really got the shaft in V, huh? Yeah, kind of. I mean, they had cool stuff like near the beginning where where they were you know doing. The bouncing again and the tokens and like that was kind of neat, but I don't know if it like uh-uh. because they never picked something and stuck with it. They went bouncing, then the tokens, then the what tried to do dominate again with another token, and it just it, it was so. And then they went back to discarding the with the last clan collection. Yeah, hold on, it gets better. Not oh, really, God. but oh. so uh, self ragged Royale Nova, so they call a uh, a quarter. No, but no, I'm just kidding. All right. Uh, so when this unit is placed on banner rear, look at two cards in the top of your deck. <laughs> Choose up to one card with my god in its name. <laughs> From among them, reveal it and put it into your hand. Put the rest in the bottom of your deck in any order. And the really cool effect that's definitely from the year 2022 is when it attacks, you can have it gain 6k. And if you do, at the end of that turn, you put the scene in the bottom of your deck. What the hell? Just let it go back to hand. What's the problem? It. This really is just straight out of set. These cards all look like they just came straight out of whatever set the original Magatsu was from. Mm-hmm. I want to say like good theme, good theme. Like straight out of set four. Yeah, definitely twenty twenty two ability. I think. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. All right, then Stealth Dragon Unen. Um, Very cool art. Uh, yeah, it looks sweet. Yeah. Uh, when it's rode upon, you can soul blast one, reveal a grade three from your hand, search your deck for up to one grade three with different with a different name from this card's revealed to this cost, put it in your hand, shuffle your deck, choose a card from your hand, and put it at the bottom of your deck. At the end of the end of this battle, boosted a rear guard, you can put the boosted unit into soul, choose two of your rear guards to return them. Okay, so first off, you can the first effect you can use to search heal guardians. Yes. That's neither sure. here nor there. But there's no ride lines. That's true. Yeah, yeah. And, and also, also, like, with the way that this deck kind of wants to work, the fact that you can't like reveal your Magatsu Reverse and then find another Magatsu Reverse kind of sucks. Yeah, I don't understand why. Like Nubatama, especially, tends to have this idea that bouncing your rear guards is plusing. It's not. Let's just go back to having Bermuda Triangle do the bouncing. They clearly do it better. They do. Well, okay, so in Yu-Gi-Oh! Cards in hand is, like, super important. In Vanguard, cards in hand and cards on board don't really make much of a difference in terms of, like, actually plussing. It's good for defense, maybe, but aside from... Well, that's what, what, like, the evil decoy tokens were for, except this deck doesn't make tokens. Yeah, and the evil decoy tokens, like, they could intercept, you could give them boost, all that other stuff. Um... And, uh, yeah. It's okay, though. We can go back to reading some cool cards. Oh, yeah. This stuff is real fun. All right. Yes. So, it's me again, because, um, I don't know. So, Military Dragon Raptor Colonels. This is the old ride chain, if you remember that from forever ago. Or not. Yeah. All right. So, you know, it's a 12. All these things have normal power so far, for some reason. Well, okay. I I only say that because last time Pants Dragon had 17k and the Weasel had eight. So yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm just just throwing it out there. Okay. (laughs) So it has an auto on Van once per turn when it attacks. You can counter boss one, retire one or more rear guards, and it gets power plus five thousand on the turn for each unit retired with this cost. If five or more units were retired for the cost, and your opponent's vanguard is grade zero or greater, God, I hate that line of text. Um, at at the end of that battle, stand this unit. So it's Dogma. Hey, it's Dogma. (laughs) That's cool. And during your turn, all of your units placed during this turn's battle phase get power plus 5,000. During the battle phase? That's interesting. They better have good stuff. Dogma's sweet. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dogma's cool the first time. It's cool the second time. It's cool the third time. I don't know if this ends up being, like, the the thing. Like, Anger Blader is already its own kind of deck. And then, like, there's Gaia and Degano Blazer. I don't think this really outclasses any of them. I mean, in fee, maybe. Anyway. Who knows? In, it's sweet, in, though. Yeah, in yeah. premium... Like, I don't I've think you seen, realize how much I like using Dogma. I, you, <laughs> you really do like using Dogma. Do you like using Neveros at all, or is that not okay. the same? It's okay. okay. It's not Just, quite the same, but it's like yeah. probably better if you can set it up. 
Yeah. It's very easy to set up. That's uh, true, but sometimes Dogma just does a thing. Yeah, Dogma does indeed do a thing. Um, I think, like, in Premium, there have been people talking about you run, like, one copy of this because the other two cards are about to see because it's just a search target, and you're like, cool, oh, write yeah. it, stride over it. You're cool. <laughs> so the grade two, and I, 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 I remember reading this the first time, be like, damn, but I'm going to read it again. Love this. So military dragon raptor captain. So this is the second, the great two of the ride line. Yeah. Except he look, he's 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 doing the thing. Uh, when this unit is run upon by raptor colonel, so the grade three, you can full blast one, search your deck for up to two car, uh, grade two or less cards with military dragon in the card name, but call them to rear and shuffle your deck. So it's just pl casual plus two or pl plus two on ride. Yeah. And when this unit is with an equipped gauge, is tried from rearguard circle, you can full blast one and call this card to an open rear. This card, not the equipped gauge. The, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, what were you gonna say? This card's just sick. Oh yeah, it's very good. Um, it does it all. It does it all. Yeah. This also makes Spino Extort a lot better. Spino Extort being the one that's like on attack, counterblast, kill something, draw a card, and call its equip gauge. So if you kill this with it, you get to call Captain back and the the gauge that was on it. That's true. Oh yeah, this is spicy. It's, sick. it's so sick. good. So and I don't remember this card's text, but I remember being not as impressed but with it as the grade two. Military Dragon Raptor Sergeant, this is the grade one. Mm -hmm. uh, all these things have normal powers for some reason. So it's an auto when it's placed on Van. Look at top seven and uh, choose up to one grade two or greater with Military Dragon's card name, blah, 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 blah. So it's basically, you know, like searching for the ride line. Yeah. And the ride line, quote unquote. Yeah. The and then it has, an, <laughs> it has an ability on banner rear when it attacks or boosts. Choose one of your guards without an equip gauge, and you may put the top card in your deck as an equip gauge. It's That's a pretty, pretty useful. Yeah. It's like, um, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of other cards that are similar to it, like as far Sonic as the second Noah. effect is concerned. I mean, it's like Sonic Noah and like the uh, Blue Sprint and mm -hmm. all, all that shenanigans. But. Uh, this one has the bonus of if you're playing the Military Dragon Core that it can kind of hopefully get one of those. Yeah, like, um, I think you can just run four of each of the Dragon 1 and 2 and be okay. Like, Yeah. Yeah. So, pretty cool. Yeah. I, I like this stuff a lot. Touch Kaze stuff is dope. Yeah. Also excited for uh, Triple R, uh, D-Lo, or not D-Lo, but wait, which, wait, did that, did, oh, the, uh, the last set had the Triple R Blue Sprint. Never mind, yeah. just kidding, I already, already on this. Yeah, Blue Sprint looks cool. Um, all right, finally, Rupier gets a turn. I know, right? <laughs> On the weirdest one in the <laughs> entire set. Yeah. So, Deadliest Beast Deity, Ethics Buster Reverse, it has normal power for an Excel unit. So, when your rear guard attacks, if this unit is standing, lock that rear guard. And then has another auto ability. When this unit attacks, it gets power plus 5,000 until end of turn. At the end of that battle, discard a card from your hand, choose three of your locked cards, unlock them, and retire them. If you retire three cards, stand this unit. And then it has another auto effect that when its attack hits, you sold less the original Ethics Buster, and it gets drive plus one until end of turn. I think this card is better than the original Ethics Buster. But Are you fucking serious right now? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna make me cry. <laughs> what is this thing? What are you talking about? What's wrong with it? <laughs> oh, you, oh, you want to do what Nova Grappler does? Nah, son. This is my job. <laughs> Step aside. Daddy's home. Hey, what are we stands? Yeah. yeah. I mean, aside and, from... Oh, go ahead, sorry. I guess with, like... No, wait, because it's only when they attack, so you'd have to get something that could, like, attack from... Well, I guess you're playing this in Beast Deities, so they can, like, attack during the main phase, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you could do, like, attack from main phase stuff, and then if they, like, restand themselves, you already got the attack in, so you can just lock them. And... And then he restands. I don't know. It just okay. So the the old you know ethics buster reverse locked a couple things during the main phase and just kind of gave himself the effect. Um, which... I, I don't remember the ethics buster reverse being the ethics buster uh, crossride that I was afraid of. The I think extreme was the one I was like, oh god, where where all your normal units turned into stand triggers. God. Yeah. 
Um, I think Ethics Buster Reverse aged better as uh, you know the original series went on, mm-hmm. um, but because like the ceiling for Ethics Buster Extreme wasn't that high, it would be like okay, my guys restood, but like eh, you know the, right. they didn't get any power or anything. Um, so with this guy, like aside from that thing we posted where like you can infinite loop this in Link Joker because you can run reverse units in there. Uh, some people have said it's good, but I, I'm just not seeing it. I don't get it. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, people who have tested it said it's not as bad as it reads. Um, yeah. Okay, but not as bad as it could be is not a, pl- a good thing. Well, I'm saying, I mean, yeah. the, I'm, I'm just trusting their opinion. I, yeah. I know, I'm not trying I to mean, I the can messenger. See, I just, like, yeah. when I think about the way uh, Beast Deities played in V, I can see how this card actually works. Continue. Oh yeah, because is, isn't their thing just like atta- like I said, attacking like their the thing is attacking phase, in the yeah. main phase. So like oh, okay. you attack in the main phase, you already get those battles in, and so if during the actual battle phase you're locking your standing rear guards that are attacking, like that's fine. They've mm-hmm. already gotten their attacks. Oh, I, th- I I thought there was something else to it or something. No, that's it. Um, okay, yeah. I- if someone finds a, like figures out a way to break it that isn't a meme, uh, let me know. <laughs> I mean, I don't think this has to be a meme. It's just like the deck already restands its own rear guard, so you already got those attacks in, and then it's just using them as a resource. Mm-hmm. It reads really weirdly because of like it's trying to play into that aspect of it, but like in actual effect, it's basically just like retire three rear guards, restand him. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, what's the next one, then? Uh, Breeze Deity, Brainy Papio. Uh, so, it also has normal power. When this unit is discarded from your hand during your turn, you can call it to rear guard as rest, so you can negate the minus from Ethics Buster. And then, when the attack of your Vanguard with Beast Deity in his card name hits, counter blast one, soul blast one, draw a card, choose a grade two or less card with Beast Deity in his card name, call it... But to, from your hand, call it to rear guard circle. It gets power plus ten thousand in the end of, until end of turn. At the end of the turn, return it to your hand. So that doesn't really like if you lock it and then the end of the turn comes, it doesn't go back to your hand, right? Because it's a new new unit. Yeah, yeah. but you if you locked it, you would have retired it. I think the idea is this is like after Ethics Buster hits, you oh, like okay. call a thing and get an extra attack. Okay, so that's. Pretty solid, seems like. It's actually not bad. Yeah. Yeah. What's, uh... And then we have uh, Beast Deity Max Beat. So this also has normal power for a grade one. Uh, when it's placed on Vanguard Rearguard Circle, look at top three. Choose a grade two or greater card with Beast Deity. Uh, put it to your hand. Put the rest bottom of your deck in any order. If you put a card into your hand and this card is on the Rearguard Circle, rest it. Mm-hmm. I guess the rest being like if it's already rested, then it doesn't matter. Mm. You know, that's seems yeah. okay. More more ways to search beast deities. One deal with the uh, ethics plus reverse too is if you've already attacked with it, you could just freely attack with your rear guards. Mm-hmm. Good point. Yeah, because it's if it's standing that it locks them, but if you yeah. already attack with it, you can just start swinging with normally. So yep. like you can actually use the um, uh, what's I forgot the idiot's name already. Uh, Brady Papio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good point. That's uh So it's nice that you can turn it on and off versus like it just being how it is. Could you imagine? You could just yeah. never tackle rear guards. That'd be <laughs> that'd be really cool design in uh Nova Grappler. Yeah. Very Nova Grappler of them. Yep. And some somehow Matt gets to the end of his four now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We're on your last one already. We saw like half the set left, but you know, yeah. here's like, yeah. Here's it's okay. Two. I'm like backloaded. Yeah. So the I first two card... left. Rupert's got three left. Yeah. Oh yeah. So the first card is Star Vader Nebula Lord Dragon. There we go. Uh, I have no idea. I don't remember what this card does. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure this card is not memorable in any way. So it was Blast... a trial deck boss. <laughs> Soul Blast retire a regard with Star Vader's card name. Your opponent chooses one of the regards and locks it. Punches. Then. Your opponent has no back or rear guards. This gets drive plus one until end of turn. If no cards are locked, your opponent looks at the top card of their deck and puts on rear as a locked card. 
During your turn, if your opponent's Vanguard is grade 3 or greater, all of your units with Starvader in their card name get power plus 5,000 for each of your opponent's locked cards. That seems pretty nice, actually. Okay. Is it, like... I'm pretty sure... Pretty sure oh, Hold on, I'm trying to remember what the previous one said. I think it was like Infinite Zero. Mm -hmm. I think so, yeah. It was like a pseudo-break ride. Yeah. Um, like... The, or yeah. the original uh, Nebula Lord was like, you counter last two, lock a back row, and then your front row gets like 3k for every locked card or something. Never mind, Infinite Zero is also like pretty whatever. Yeah. I thought it I thought Infinite Zero was more impressive, but yeah, like, this is, like, fine. Yeah, it okay. locks. Okay, you're going, like, one for one, because you have to retire something. Mm -hmm. And then it gets power. But, like, there isn't a whole ton of rear guard. I don't know. I feel like I'm looking at all of these, and I'm just wondering how you but actually... you have to, like, relock it every turn. Yeah, and I'm just wondering, like, how you actually win, because, like, Chaos was never that strong. This one, I guess, gets really big, but it has no, like... And it gets an extra drive to make up for the retire, but, like... It, it doesn't really do anything to, like, win the game definitively. It's just kind of, like, keep attacking with three big cards and hope that you eventually grind out your opponent, which is also <laughs> what Chaos did, and Chaos wasn't good either. So the next card is the grade two, uh, the unrivaled Starvader Radon. Uh, cool art. Yeah. Uh, so it has an effect in drop of all things. Uh, <laughs> if your soul has one or less cards, this cost reduced by Soul Blast One. At the start of your battle phase, Soul Blast One, call this card to regard in the same column as your regard with Starvader in its card name. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And as an auto on rear, when it attacks till the end of that battle, your opponent would call cards from a hand to guard circle. They must call two or more. Uh, and at the end of the battle, bind it. It's mandatory. Oh, oh it's a mandatory effect. Oh, my oh. God. Yeah, this is... See, if this got an extra attack, this would be cool, but, like, it's at the start, so this is really just, like, recovering a board. Mm -hmm. I mean, Wind Choker is weak to retire. Yeah, and also, like, the sec... But it's also, it, like, gets rid of itself at the end of the turn, and it's mandatory with no way of, like, turning it off, so this mm -hmm. card is, like... I don't see how this card really helps you all that much, aside from having the battle lure. But, like, I don't think that... I guess if you played it with Force 2, it could be, like, okay, but then it's a tiny column, mm -hmm. and so the two cards probably wouldn't hurt that much. I don't get it. What were you going to say, Matt, that we interrupted you? Oh, uh... No, I don't remember. No. It's too long ago. Um, but, uh, yeah, I... Like, even if it was just that first effect, it would still be kind of decent, just for yeah. the the warm body. But mm -hmm. um, I guess like Nebula Lord gives it power. Yeah, or if it like, or even if it retired itself, like you'd have to pay a Soul Blast to get it back yeah, every but turn. It, like specifically but, binds itself. Yeah, that's the that's the problem. They need like an uh, Imperial Iron Wall, uh, but for Vanguard. <laughs> 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 All right, no binding. Uh, sorry, guys. All right, so speaking of buying themselves, Mana Shot, Star Vader, Neon, Grade 1-8K, yada yada. Also uh, it has an effect on drop, also. Uh, to start your battle phase, you counterblast one and call this card to rearguard in the same column as your opponent's locked card. And then at the end of your opponent's turn, if your opponent's locked cards were not unlocked this turn, buy this unit. That's so weird and random. If they were not unlocked or if they were unlocked? If, if they not, were not. Not unlocked. This part's pretty good. Yeah. That, yeah, if this one is a little bit better, this one is actually, like, a warm body, and then I don't think there's any Omega locking in V, so this actually stays on the board compared to the Grade 2. I guess the idea is if if you didn't lock anything, then it then you lose it. Right. Yeah. So, But, like, You're gonna that should be fine. Like, and you can just keep, like, popping it with, like, it, the, the way the deck's supposed to operate, I guess, is just keep popping it with Nebula and then mm -hmm. calling it back, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. Uh, and I guess in the case of either Radon or Neon, it's either have it be less of a cost with a Soul Blast or free. Uh, yeah. Or it's 
it you don't lose the card, but it's more of a cost. Right. So um, it's fine. This is fine. <laughs> oh God. We uh, I think we did this a few episodes ago. Yeah, but we, we have did. To do it again just for science. So just be quick about it. We have Amon, so yeah. grade three, twelve K. So he has this wackadoodle effect where you put a card each from rear guard and hand into or rear guard hand and drop into your soul, and then your opponent chooses two cards each from rear guard hand and drop and puts them in soul. If your opponent did not put six cards, then you get drive plus one, and then during your Turn it gets power plus five thousand for every six cards in soul. If it's on Vanguard, it gets plus ten thousand instead of five, and then it gets a crit for every six cards in your opponent's soul. So I, our opinion is pretty uh, well known at this point, but I guess yeah. uh, if it, we want to do like a TLDR, sure, it sure is a big old beat stick that can take two cards out of your opponent's hand. I just generally don't like cards where my opponent has like agency on how they operate. Mm-hmm. And also, like, if you're playing a deck that likes having a lot of soul, you're just kind of helping them. Oh, yeah. Pale I, think the, gonna be like, I guess the idea is that you're just really hoping you can overwhelm them with tons of power and criticals. Mm -hmm. Eh. Anyways, Amon's follower, Ron Geenlin. So, grade 2, 9k. When it's placed on Vanguard, Rearguard, Soul Charge 1, your opponent chooses up to 1 from hand or Rearguard, put it into soul. If they did not put a card, you Soul Charge 1. Uh, if your opponent still has six or more cards, and then gets plus 10k power and 10k shield active on both turns. Eh. Same same, same conditions apply. Yeah. Like Don't my, pass art, though. I wish my opponent didn't have a choice. Mm -hmm. And then there's Fuginlin, which is grade 1 8k. Uh, act, put a card from hand to soul, draw a card. Your opponent chooses a card from hand, puts it into soul. Your opponent may draw a card. And then... At the start of your battle phase, if your opponent's soul is six or more, you can soul charge one. If you soul charge one, give one unit 5k. I wish it didn't give my opponent their card back. Well, yeah. <sighs> yeah, I... Whatever, honestly. <laughs> it, There's it's... no way they're going to make a card that's just like, oh yeah, your opponent just puts a card in the soul, no, no other effect. Yeah. That would be pretty wet, uh, like... I don't know. They're not going to do it outside of the boss unit. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I don't know if the deck ends up being anything, because like a lot of people say that the Amon stuff is some of the better support that they're getting in the set, but it's like... It's not something I'd want to play, even if it might seem that way. Which yeah. sucks, because like you used to love Amon. Um, That's true. I do like punching people in the face with Amon. Yeah, and then yeah. also you said you like it better when he's just kind of standing still, and this is more like he's coming at you. Yeah, Mon doesn't need to do that. He's, he's a Mon. Uh, he's a Mon. He, he just hangs out, punches you in the face. That's true. Soul. Um, yep. Root beer's turn again. Yeah, now for even more weird effects. Uh, now Steve for something completely different. Uh, so it's grade three, thirteen k. So, act once per turn, bind the card from your drop zone, choose a card with Steam Maiden, this card name from your bind zone, call it to rear guard. At the end of the battle, your rear guard with Steam Maiden, this card name attack, bind that card, and then choose a card with the same grade as the card bound for this cost, plus one from bind zone, call it to rear guard. If you call the grade one, counter charge one. Uh, and then, uh, continuous during your turn, it gets plus 1,000 for each card in your bind zone. If it's on Vanguard Circle, it gets plus three instead of plus one. Did they just make a, a subclan out of Steam Maiden? Yes, and I awesome. guess their thing, and their thing is like time leaping. I guess that's cool, because um, like there are a gajillion Steam Maidens in yeah, Europe. and not on purpose. It's just kind of how it worked out that way. Yep. Unfortunately, you can't abuse it with Mel with V Melum because V Melum is like not as good as the original. Oh, really? Bummer. Um, it happens. Yep. Yeah. Uh, shoot, I think I just closed the... Uh... You fool. You fool. Yep. Uh, so, Steam Maiden Aluru. So, grade 2, 10k. When it's placed on rear guard from Vine Zone, 
Find a card from your drop zone. It gets plus 3k until end of turn for each grade of the card bound. Cool. And then auto rearguard circle. At the end of the battle, the scene attacks. If you have a, if you have a steam maiden vanguard, counterblast one, bind it. Choose a grade three from your bind zone. Call it to rearguard. So does that mean that you can use this in conjunction with the grade three to like get two things? Or let's see, uh, binding great. this unit is a cost. What what does Elul? Okay, because if Elul's is just an effect, both, both of them have binding as the cost, so this does Damn. not work. Damn. Um, I guess that means you can do it uh, early, like on turn two, if you happen mm -hmm. to ride one, call another. Yeah, yeah. and then. Steam Maiden Iluru, uh, grade 1 AK. Full Blast 1, bind a grade 2 or less card from hand, draw a card. If you bound a trigger, draw another card. Uh, auto Rearguard Circle, and the end of the battle, it attacked. If you have a Vanguard with Steam Maiden's card name, Counter Blast 1, bind it, choose a grade 2. So they all time leap themselves, basically. Okay. Um, I don't know. The, the grade 1 and 2 don't really seem like very good support for the grade 3, for what it does. Yeah. Uh, I guess the only thing is that Elul is free. Yeah. So I'm... what you could probably do is like you could start the chain with whatever random Steam Maiden that doesn't matter and then go into one of these and then they can keep going. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah, good point. That's uh, that's something. Also, that uh, the, on the grade one, that first effect, you can kind of fix your hand, especially mm -hmm. if you got like a handful of triggers. All right, I'm going to dump one, get two. It's plus one. Nice. The question is, like, are there any, like, interesting Steam Maiden cards? I think that would, uh, to the comments, please, let us know. Any interesting Steam Maiden cards or combos that come of this? Because uh, I have no freaking idea. I have yeah. never played Gear Chronicle. Most of the Steam Maidens that I'm looking at are, like, old cards. Oh, okay. Maybe there's something in Premium we can uh, spice out. But just when we thought Ethics Buster reverses the weir weirdest reverse unit... Now we have Kokaitis. <laughs> oh, that's right. The actual weirdest one. Kokaitis is back. Normal power for uh, grade three. It's uh, auto in drop zone. At the end of the battle that your unit with Kokaitis and its card name attacked a grade three or greater vanguard. I hate that line of text. Uh, if it's the first battle of this turn, uh, counterblast one, discard four cards from your hand. Lock all of your rear guards. Then, if you have five lock cards, ride this card as stand for each grade three card and for each grade three card in your soul. Choose one of your un uh, your lock cards, unlock it, and this gets plus ten candle in the turn. That's one effect. <laughs> that is one effect. That takes look, look at that card deck. That's like three quarters of the fucking card. That's crazy. And then the other effect is uh, when this unit is attacked, you can retire three rear guards and it gets plus 10k until end of that battle for every 10 cards in your drop. Um, so I've seen, like, obviously everyone got all excited because they're like, oh my god, two guys first, but it's like, eh. Uh, no, not happening. I mean, there's so many other better things to be doing with Grand Blue. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Um, which is funny because uh, Boucher did that and they're like, hey guys, this is a random grade three. How about a completely different one that's also just as random? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which yeah. Doctor of the Dead Sea Negrobolt? It is back, baby. Um, was this a Legion originally? Yes. You know, okay, so this was a, a Legion back in the day. Um, and then this thing is just like, okay. Auto on van, uh, at the start of your ride phase or main phase, bind all of the cards that are not trigger units in your drop zone. This effect is mandatory. Mm -hmm. Hey, guys, you know the clan that does all the stuff for their drop zone? Yeah, why don't we have them get rid of their drop zone? Genius. And then the other effect is uh, auto on van. When this unit attacks for every 10 cards in your drop until end of turn, this unit gets plus one crit. And all of your front row units get plus 20k power. And then continuous in van, all of your units get plus 5k shield for every 10 cards in your drop. So this card is literally fighting itself the entire time. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. This is like the silliest fucking thing. Yeah, so they want you to basically re-fill um, your drop every turn. Um, or just have sleeve tugging bell. 
But imagine just hitting 10 cards and drop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, like, you know, just dumping 10 cards at your first grade 3 main phase and then just, um, you know, attacking with three units for plus 20k in your Vanguard. It's great. Easy. So this doesn't call anything from drop zone? Sure doesn't. So what is there even to buff if you're trying, like, you have to just run stuff that's, like, on a tread. It's on a treadmill all the time. Mm -hmm. Yes. What is this thing? It's a Witch Doctor of the Dead Sea. God. How about this last one, then? This is uh, Dragon Undead Dual Dragon. So that was the Legion Mates from Mm -hmm. before. Mm -hmm. Love the art on this thing. It's very uh, insect-like. So act in bind zone. Okay, so maybe something is happening here. Counterblast one and retire a rare guard. Oh, never mind. Choose up to six other normal units from your bind zone. Return them to your deck and shuffle it. If you return four or more, call it to rear. Uh, and then the other effect is when the scene attacks a vanguard, you can soul blast one and retire another rear guard. Choose one of your opponent's rear guards and retire it. Mm-hmm. Guys. Mm-hmm. It's over the top. <laughs> it's nice that it Deck recycles, I guess, but like, dude. <laughs> Necrobolt was just the most random friggin' card in this set. Look, it also like f- fills your drop, right? Easy. I just no. I th- this was such a weird. Like, okay, even back in the day with like big power units that got, uh, you know, restraint or whatever, and you had to like counterblast mm-hmm. in the case of Brittle Jack, or like even uh, Pants Riding with the 17k base. Why not just let Nigger uh, Bolt have more base power or something? Like, it's already fighting itself. Might as well, like, give it a little well, like 17k something. or something? Yeah, yeah, or like even 15k. 17k with two crits and triple drive, maybe? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. And then, uh, or it, I think for that you would have to like bind your entire drop zone every turn, and then do the rest. You just, you just need to hit it on the grade three turn and just go off, right? You're yeah. just like, all right, here's my thirty-seven k three crit. Eat it. Mm-hmm. I I just can't with this thing. Uh, and speaking of things, I just can't. I am so disappointed. I am not mad. I'm disappointed at Bougerode. For the next three cards we are about to see. Okay. Because never before have I been more excited for a second chance for something. And to have it just completely fall on its face. Starting off here, we have Battler of the Twin Brush Polaris. Uh, So this is, you know, normal power. Uh, Auto on Van. At the end of the battle that this unit attacks, you counterblast one. Choose one of your rear guards. And that unit gets this unit's power until end of turn. Uh, Then, if the opponent's power... Or if the chosen unit's power is 50k or greater... Stand that unit. Then, if the chosen unit's power is 70k greater or, or greater, and your opponent's vanguard is grade 3 or greater, stand this unit, and it gets plus 15k until end of turn. It'd be um, cool if this were a force line. Yes, it yeah. would. Guys. Or, or even if it was just doing the Pale Moon thing, and you could stack the, the Excel marker. I have an incredibly important question. Yeah, go for it. Why is it Battle of the Twin Brush, but he has, like, pen things on his hands? <laughs> I think the idea is it's a calligraphy pen or something, and that's the... I have no idea. I have no idea. Is it just, like... Hmm. Maybe it's, like, a, a translation thing where it's, like... Could be. Something yeah, else. let me... Yeah, I'll figure it out. Because that was the name originally, was Battle of the Twin Brush. And, like, back in the day, he was, like, on attack, he counterblast to stand something and dope it. And, like, the idea here is... This doesn't kill the thing, but it's such a huge hoop to jump through, and I, and uh, you know other people in the Grey Nature like Discord and Facebook group and all that stuff were like, "He's not that bad." I'm like, "That's not what I want. I want good." You know, um, it, it's just not worth it. And then they also had to follow this up with, <sighs> "God, Guardian of Truth locks." Um, so, you know, grade th- normal power for a grade three. Act on Van once per turn. Put a card from your hand into Soul, uh, which is kind of good in Great Nature because they're terrible at Soul. Reveal three cards from the top of your deck. Put all grade three cards from among them into your hand and discard the rest. If you put a grade three card into your Soul for this cost, till end of turn, this unit gets all your grade three units get plus 5k. And then auto on Van at the end of your turn, choose up to two of your grade three rear, rear guards and retire them. For each retired unit, draw a card and kill one of the opponent's things. Um, so, yeah. 
obviously you'd want like more grade three rear guards to like do it with, but it's like so whatever. Um, it doesn't help you put on pressure. It just kind of helps you get stuff. All right, but imagine putting a grade three in a soul and then just ripping three grade threes off the top. Oh, All that right. would be. Oh, I mean, also heal guardians, but yeah, still. Imagine if they make grade three crits. <laughs> Dude. We become Vanguard Zero. Just all triggers are Grade Threes now. Yeah. Um, the natural evolution. This is kind of okay. So like, this is kind of neat in um, in Premium because like Great Nature is so good at searching Grade Threes in Premium with things like Mike Sabro and mm -hmm. the you know Mini Belly uh, V Series one that like you can run a very Grade Three heavy deck and still be okay. And I think there might be something to it where you can run, uh, like the Lux right chain, and then and then this. Obviously, kind of a like pie in the sky dream, but I kind of want to try it just for the fun. I do think Lux is a lot better than Polaris. Yes, agreed. <laughs> um, I, like, Polaris is memeable. I can at least see something like with Lux, mm -hmm. where like mm -hmm. Polaris. I'm like, why does it have the number seventy k printed? On? <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing I can see on that card. Is like, why? Why is that number three? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So like, I, I think locks. Uh. While like less dynamic, it still has better application. And then they had to go and drive a stake through my heart and make a new coiling duck. Look how cute that is. It's fucking him. adorable. Love him. Yeah. Give him a pat on the head. He loves pats. Coiling duck bill. Hey, Ken, I, would an, I would answer the phone. <laughs> Otto, when this card is discarded from your deck, you can soul blast and add it to your hand. Okay, I'm sorry, what? So right. when you when you mill it, you can soul blast and get it back to hand. Sure. Fine. Uh, you know, in a deck where soul is like a problem. Yeah, that's worth it. And then the other effect is auto on rear when your other rear is retired by a card's ability during your turn, you can soul blast one and retire this unit to draw one. They just nerfed duck bill. They nerfed it. But you get one more pat one thousand more power and five K more shield, and we're gonna nerf you. God, this card's bad. What what did you do? The reason the old Duckbill was so good was you got to keep Duckbill and then it turned into a plus if you could stack them. This is like you lose the Duckbill to get the draw. It also costs a soul for some reason. Yes. If this like, why does it even have that soul cost if it was I gonna retire itself? I don't know. I think the only way, like, they could have fixed this so much better if it was just put this unit into your soul. Draw one. Would have been completely fine. But no. Nope, not allowed. Nope. They had to break poor Atlas's heart. <laughs> Duck Bill, why? This is, this is their goal, actually. I, I'm actually crying right now. I don't know if you can see that. On the <laughs> I'm literally tearing up because they, they ruined it. <laughs> Root beer, bring this to a close, would you? Alright, Thorn, Lily, Musketeer, Cecilia, Reverse. So when I attack, Counterblast 1, Retire 2. Okay, at 5 cards from the top of your deck, choose up to 2 units from among them, call them to Rearguard, shuffle your deck. Auto, Vanguard, or Front Row, Rearguard. At the end of the battle that your Rearguard was Cecilia and this card name that was placed from deck this turn, attack the Grade 3 or Greater Vanguard. Yeah. Counterblast 1, lock 2 of your standing Rearguards and stand the that unit that attacked. If your front row has a lock card, bind it instead of stand it, ride it, and ride that card on your vanguard with Musketeer and his card name as stand. What? This card is wild. That seems yeah. kind of, like, convoluted, but seems okay. Like, Yeah. Cause her first skill is, like, mid-battle phase, so you're already getting, like, extra attacks out of it, so... Not bad. You, you can, like, lock one behind rear guard, behind vanguard and, like, one corner that's probably like a plant token or something, mm -hmm. and then you have the option. If you lock a plant token, it just disappears, right? I think so. Okay. And then, like, I'm trying to, because then it's at the end of the bat, so you can get, like, a six, or no, it replaces one of your attacks, because you have to lock your front row to re-ride, but since you're already getting, like, extra attacks anyways, it kind of evens out. Mm-hmm. The, this card has a lot of text, and it took me, takes me a second to figure out the attack sequence, but I'm pretty sure this card is good. Yeah, it seems... Like, it, it, again, it's very, like, kind of 
you know, yeah. Benny Hill-ish with like everything that's being told to you, but I think it, it seems yeah. okay. I feel like I'm missing something, but it seems good. No, no, I think I understand the sequence. You're like, so you like attack with your front row, attack with Cecilia, retire, retire your two front row, call new front row. Ideally, one of them has Cecilia in its name. Then at the end of the battle, the Cecilia attack, you lock two of your standing rear guards. So let's just say you lock your other column that's not the Cecilia, and then you bind the Cecilia and rewrite it. Hmm. And then I don't think Cecilia does anything on her own unless you wrote this card. I guess if you write this card, then you can retire your you can like maybe retire like your other your two remaining rear guards and then call another column and get another attack. Okay, that's So yeah, this could this has the potential to like chain a buttload of attacks. Okay. Yeah, that's that's good. Um, this next one, I, I hear this one isn't very good, though. Uh, yeah, Cherry Blossom must, or, no, that's the wrong one. Deep Green Lord, Master Wisteria. So, when it's placed on Van or Rear, Counter Blast 1, discard 1, call up 2 plant tokens, then choose one of your other units, search your deck for a card with the same name, put it into your hand, and then auto Vanguard Rear Guard when this unit attacks, Soul Blast 1, choose one of your units, and all units of the same name get power plus 5. So it's like a worse bloom. Oh, yeah. That, uh, that unit gets power plus five, and then if it's on Vanguard, it's plus ten instead of plus five. So yeah, this is like bad bloom. Bummer. Unfortunate. Yeah. And then uh, now Cherry Blossom Musketeer Augusto. So grade two ten k. When it's placed on rear guard circle, put it or put on guard circle. Retire one or more back row. This unit gets power plus five, shield plus five for each unit retired. Then, if you retire two or more units for this cost, put two normal units with musketeers from your drop onto the bottom deck in any order. Draw one. That seems nice. That's a yeah. good way to use plant tokens and stuff. Also, mm -hmm. I just noticed that his arms are made of leaves. Yeah, or they are plant peoples. Plant material. Because like in the old one, that's not very well conveyed because he's kind of like pointing at you. And you don't see mo most of his arm. This yeah. one, there's like very clear like plant matter doing this. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so Cecilia and Augusto, good good additions to the deck. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a shame they didn't reprint Cecilia. Yeah, that's uh, that seems to be a pattern in a lot, a lot of these. Shocking. Yep. All right. So uh, now that we're at the end of this for both uh, both sets, who? I wouldn't say who lost because a lot of clans did, if we're being honest. But yeah, uh, who do you think's the biggest winner? And I'm uh, all Tachikaze got a dogma, so yeah, Tachikaze got a dogma. Got a dogma uh, and two great things for both. Cecilia has the potential to make like six attacks in a force clan, which is pretty sweet. That is nice. I can't wait for Raging Fall to be good enough to be wrong. It's gonna be cool. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we're probably gonna be proven wrong. Uh, uh, let's see. What but that means I called it, and then I'll have something to gloat about. <laughs> if there were more Steam Maiden rear guards to work with, uh, the Steam Maiden stuff might be somewhat interesting, but there isn't. Steam Maiden, Steam Maiden stuff looks kind of not good. Yeah. I feel like it has potential if there was, like, actually more Steam Maidens to work with. But right now, it's not that good. Uh, what else is there? Going back and looking at the other set, I think Royals, Pale Moon... Um, yeah, Royals came out good. Mega Colony got like some pretty solid stuff, even if the Master Beetle is kind of mm -hmm. a nothing. But like the other Brilliant two Bluster pretty... is nutty. Oh yeah, Brilliant yeah. Bluster is so good it almost carries the other two by itself. Um, so yeah, that's I, just actually a ridiculous card. I think I'm going to go with Tachikaze just because all three cards are worth using to at yeah. least to some extent. I'm going to go for like top three. I think Jewel Knights were good. Cecilia was in, was good, and yeah, Tachikaze was good. I think those are like the obvious good picks. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm gonna go with Mega Colony for one, uh, mostly because of applications not envy. Yeah, uh, that's how I look at most of these anyway. Uh, um, yeah, Pal Moon looked all right, and I'm just gonna go with Tachikaze, like I said, because Dogma. Just Dogma, not even for the other stuff, just Dogma. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I mean, that, that Jewel, Jewel Knight stuff looked really good, and like I really think if they had just put a restand on Master Beetle, it would have been mwah, perfect. 
Uh, Meg Holly's not allowed to have nice things in V. Brilliant Blisters, it was just a random chance. It's in spite of itself. Um, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so that's pretty much uh, the episode. If you uh, want to let us know winners and losers, what are you going to be using from this set? What reprints are you excited about? I know we didn't cover that, but just let us know. Uh, leave a like, leave a comment, review, tell a friend. Uh, give the message to a carrier pigeon. Maybe that'll be good. Yeah, uh, send it in a prehistoric Pokeball, whatever you need to do. <laughs> yeah, smart decision. Um, yeah, so it, also if you want to support us, patreon.com slash nexus at night, you get a whole ass bonus show every week. Uh, if you're a $10 patron like Darren, Cole, Josh, or Jeremy, thank you to them. Uh, you get videos a day early. And uh, if you want to or if you want to get merch, I will have a link to that in the description. It's not something easy like teespring.nexus at night. It's some wacky bullshit. It's down there. Um, and uh, yeah, where can they find the rest of us? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Wiggums, two Gs, two Zs. You can find me at Plasma Eclipse. You can find me at Atlas Novak, Twitter, Instagram, or you can check out my other podcast, uh, Generation Dan, on Twitter. Uh, new episodes every Thursday. Uh, this week we have the co-owner of Dow Comedy Studio, Chris Oliver, as the guest. So that's coming up. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Root Beer. And have a good night, everybody.